Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside, inside quotes. quotes. That was bloody brilliant. Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Mm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. First, plug in microphone. Then, launch podcast recording software. Turn on Keurig. Call up Jeremy to record. Check internet connection. Disco late. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 23 of Inside Quotes. I'm your host, Jonathan, and as always, I'm here with my brother, Jeremy. What up, Discombobulation Nation? (laughs) What up, my Sherlock gnomes? Oh my goodness. I forgot, that was like a legit movie, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what we're covering, right? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Quick question, is Sherlock gnomes related to Gnomeo and Juliet? Yes, it is. Is that its own cinematic universe? It's the gnomeverse. <laughs> gnomeverse. Well, luckily we are not diving into the gnomeverse this week. We're watching Britain's number one TV show of 2010, Sherlock. Oh, no? we are? No. What? No? I thought we were doing the American version, Elementary. John- Jonathan, you got to tell me this. You- Come on. <laughs> Let me know but at least before before I watched all four seasons of Sherlock. Oh man, those are long episodes too. <laughs> they're they're like ninety minutes long. <laughs> that must be why we missed an episode last week. Must be. It took a very long time to binge every single piece of Sherlock Holmes content. Just to prepare for this episode. <laughs> yes. Alright, Jerry, why don't you tell everyone what we're really covering this week? I, of course, am thinking of Sherlock Holmes, starring Robert Downey Jr., Jude Law, and Rachel McAdams, directed by one of the best people that could have directed this, Guy Ritchie. You think so? You think so? I think so. I think he, I think Guy Ritchie, without Guy Ritchie, is, this movie wouldn't be as good, it, which, which kind of scares me about Sherlock Holmes 3, which will be coming up, which we'll talk about later. So, Jeremy, why did you pick Sherlock Holmes? Oh, you know, deductive reasoning. First, it was November, 
and there were no uh, uh, no no Thanksgiving movies, and I'm not quite ready for Christmas movies yet. Um, you know how it goes. <laughs> so you picked a movie that came out in 2009 on Christmas Day. I sure did. Because <laughs> we can't cover we can't cover these. We can't cover this movie in Christmas because this isn't a Christmas movie. But it definitely has a fall vibe to it. Maybe early January. Maybe I don't know. But Nevertheless, I'm excited to talk about this today because this movie slaps. It's a fun one. Yes. I enjoy it. Uh, Have you ever worked on Christmas Day? I have. I have. I have too. I bet it was at the same employer. I think so. Three, two, one. Bush Bush Gardens. Gardens. Probably so, like one of the most depressing moments of my life. I'm just sitting there (laughs) operating this like kids ride on Christmas Day. And you hear that like peanuts music playing in the background? Oh man. I'll play a little bit in the background. And it's just so it's just so sad. It's like what am I doing here? What are, what are you people doing here? Go home. Why? Don't you have families to get to? <laughs> Don't you have presents to open? <laughs> um no, it was way worse for me because I was a photographer and I worked in Santa House. Although he wasn't there on Christmas Day, obviously. But weirdly, I guess they weren't making enough money. So <laughs> the day after Christmas, he was back. <laughs> Santa's house was open till like the first or second week of January. And <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. But they were like, we need to get a Santa picture in after after Christmas. And... But is this for next year or is it for this year? Just late? Like, are you, nobody's that late sending Christmas cards. But anyways, the, the concept for it, if you're wondering, was the kids brought a thank you letter to Santa and they wanted to thank them for the toys they got that year. Oh. So it's a cool concept, but it's definitely, it's more of a money grab. <laughs> and they had the worst music. I was in there eight hours a day. For the whole winter season, listening to the same five jazzy Christmas songs, and it was bad. So I picked this movie um, mainly because I didn't want to dive into Christmas movies quite yet, even though we're nearing Thanksgiving. But I saw this, and I heard a rumor, or I heard more news on the uh, Sherlock Holmes movie that's going to be coming out next year in December. Um, It's been a... 10-year-ish hiatus, 10-plus um, year, I guess, since <laughs> COVID. <laughs> it's, it's weird. As soon as they get ready to make the next movie after such a long time, they get delayed. It's not even their fault. <laughs> I kind of put this series in the same boat as uh, Avatar, National Treasure. <laughs> they all have sequels <laughs> that were promised years ago. <laughs> And they've never followed through. I was like, Avatar, wait. Well, that only had the one movie. But the other ones did have at least a second movie, pretty much right back to back. But with yeah, these, no. it's, it's like a long-awaited third movie. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Sad times for the movie industry. Uh, movie theaters are yeah. closing. Except the drive-ins. Drive-ins are booming. I was at the drive-in. Uh, kind of. Drive-ins are booming. Booming. Have you been to the that. drive-in recently? No, I have. I have. I, I take. I actually don't like the drive-in. 
I love the drive-in. <laughs> the one, the one in Tampa's bad. <laughs> oh, duh, yeah. The one up here in Kentucky, um, it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's not drive-ins. You're not really there for the movie, so that's why I, I don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> you're there for the experience, and it's a good time. Um, uh, but recently on Friday, uh, me and some friends went to the Franklin Drive-in in Kentucky. And they had a double feature, and it was Elf and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. And I wasn't ready for Christmas movies yet, but it was yeah. five bucks. Um, and then you got to watch two of them. Yeah, I mean, you do you do always get a double feature, which is nice. You sat and watched um, both. Yeah. Well, we relate to the first one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're not there for the the movie per se, but you're there for the experience. And I will say it was like 36 degrees <laughs> on yeah. Friday night and it was very cold, very old yeah. and very cold. But nevertheless, like no matter how cold it was, that drive-in was packed. packed. There were cars parked on top of cars. Mm. See, I've only been to the drive-in a couple times and it's just not optimal for movie viewing <laughs> in general. It's I really like. not it's very um, uncomfortable it, you really need a truck or a jeep um you need a truck bed to sit in with like an air mattress and an external radio you, you may if you're going to the drive-in you need to make it comfortable you're gonna watch it on a dim screen on like bad speakers in a camping like chair 300 feet away <laughs> no you got to do it right truck bed pillows um, yeah. but you have to have a truck first, I guess. But I mean, now now would be really the only time I would go because they're showing, you know, old movies and stuff like that. I would yeah. go if it's something I've already seen, and if it's there, it's just like right, oh, you're going right. to hang out and kind of watch. Never going to the drive-in to go see a brand new movie that I've never seen. No, I I made that mistake with um, Avengers: Age of Ultron. I was working at Chick Fil A at the time, and I was going to meet my friend Logan and Tim up in Brooksville to that drive-in because Funland drive-in in Tampa sucks. It's yeah, it's yeah. not good. Yeah. I'm not saying that that one's any better, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a good time to get together. Uh, but best part about it is a, drive, a drive-in is what you make it because I, as a Chick-fil-A employee, on days that you work, you get 50% off of anything in the store. So I found a loophole. I'm a big fan of loopholes. Um, I ordered the catering menu, and I got me a nugget tray. Fifty percent off. Fifty <laughs> percent off a sixty-four nugget for like fourteen dollars. <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> I drove that up. Logan, Logan bought, Logan bought like two Little Caesars pizzas, and oh, Tim bought like a whole thing of like IBC cream soda. And like chips and stuff, and it was like it was. We were feasting. We were all on uh, Logan's nineteen ninety one Jeep Wrangler, and we sat on the bars of it. The movie was good, but you can't really pay attention when you have sixty four nuggies in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. That was that was one of my favorite drive in moments. I just feel like I'm much more 
open to buying all that food and just eating it at my house and watching it on a TV at my house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It is my life goal to have a home theater room. Oh yeah, in my in my grown up house. Yes. Well, Jeremy, I think we got to discuss at least for a little bit as we talk about Sherlock Holmes. I mean, which one? Who who do you go for, Robert Downey Jr. or Benedict Cumberbatch? Benefits Cumberbunch. That's not what I said. Benny and the Jets Aflax. Don't, don't even play me like that, son. <laughs> don't even play me like that. Son. <laughs> that was good. Uh, I, I'm 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 about to be choosing. Okay, so here's the thing. I, you know, I'm not even asking like the portrayal of that specific character. I'm just saying in general. Just the, in general, okay, um, BBC 100%, series or the film series, film series, hundred um, percent. I go BBC. I know you do. It's fine. <laughs> uh, this this movie aged so well when it comes to like, I mean, they had more of a budget, yeah, but it the the practical effects in this movie are like mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, they spent a lot of extra money and they went the extra mile to do these practical effects and watching Sherlock, the TV show that it's aged so much and it's only like eight years old. Hmm. It looks like, like it looks like there's an Instagram filter on it, (laughs) like an early 2012 Instagram filter. And it just doesn't look that good. I immediately thought of like fonts messages on the screen and stuff. yeah, Yeah. That's outdated. Like yeah. that that's aged. You can't it didn't age very well. And the fonts, even though, aren't even that good. I think the reason why the texting on the screen is outdated is because like there's all these iOS updates and other stuff. And like phone screens don't look like that anymore. I think that's why. But Well, I think um, the way they did it was kind of plain, so it wasn't necessarily, oh, this is Apple or this is Android. Yeah. It's just I think it made it a little bit more timeless, but still. But even then, like you can't relate to it because it doesn't look like your phone exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. He's a better detective, and you're kind of like, you kind of are more in into uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's mind. Mm-hmm. You're you're like in his brain during that show, and you understand how he's thinking and stuff. But in this, you're kind of just like Watson's brain, pretty much. Uh, anyway, so Robert Downey Jr did a great job as yeah as sherlock um this movie has a lot more fight scenes than sherlock would have but yeah. i mean that's guy ritchie mm-hmm. um, but you still have partly his thought process and you you don't understand how his brain works entirely but you have a good guess there there's some charm into this movie um you, there's not a good way or a really really easy way to figure out who done it yeah. you know um just because there's so much information at the end that gets added to it. Uh, you, you're kind of like picking up the pieces and stuff, but it, it's just kind of given to you at the end. Well, it's, it's intentional of how they, how they edit scenes. Yeah. And they leave out certain parts until, you know, then they reveal certain flashbacks and you see a couple, well, I guess I don't, I can't really think of examples, Which but it's great. Like the honey thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all, he didn't say anything about the honey. He just stirred it a little bit. He did, that's all he did. And he said, peculiar. In, in Sherlock, the TV show, you're there with him, and you watch how his brain works while he's going, and he doesn't wait till the end. For the most part. Yes. I think it holds on to a, certain pieces of information, yeah. Yeah. Um, but visually, 
hundred percent the film series. Yeah. Um. Uh, also, I don't. I I rather it be like the eighteen hundreds, like same day era than the modern take. So, I do like the modern take a lot. Yeah. But yeah. if I had to choose, I'm choosing this because it just looks better. The cinematography is amazing. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I I fell in love with this movie again just by watching it. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I've watched this one. I really enjoyed it. I. I lean towards I, I've always liked the modern take better. Yeah. So I guess that's why I like the Sherlock series. Um I feel like my least favorite episode of Sherlock was the one where it was like a dream and they go back to the eighteen hundreds. Do you remember yeah, that one? No, that was lame. <laughs> but it was also like a special because they didn't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is more of a classic, you know, take on Sherlock Holmes slash yeah. an action movie. <laughs> um and so I, that's probably part of why it maybe ages a little bit better because it's like more of a period piece, mm-hmm. you know, and Sherlock is too modern, but also it's like 10 years old at this point. Yeah. Um, which one did you see first? Do you know? Uh, this one for sure. I didn't watch Sherlock until probably high school. I also can't remember which one I saw first. Um, this one came and, out first. Yeah. So if you yeah. saw this in theaters, I think the what? second one came out in 2011. It's two years later. And then Sherlock the show came out in 2010. But did you watch the show when it was on TV? No, no, it would have been after okay. a little bit. Anytime we got it, we'd have to wait for him to come out on DVD in the U.S. In America. for us to watch it. And we'd get him from <laughs> the library. One, it was BBC. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was delayed. I, I, had, yeah. I had maybe had seen like the first episode or so or two. Maybe, maybe I'd seen the first season. I don't know maybe a year or two after it came out, but mm-hmm. I may have seen this one first, but I thought what I thought was interesting about this is this isn't really like an origin story. No, it's you know, not, it, not at all. It's, a, it's actually like <laughs> Watson's getting out of the game, you know, <laughs> trying yeah. to at least. So I think that was kind of a confusing thing for me the first time because I, I you, none you of the characters, I didn't really know. I had heard of, oh, Sherlock Holmes and, and Watson. Like, I knew that duo, but I didn't know anything about... Uh, you never read any of the books or anything? No. Never watched... Did you know, fun fact, did you know that Sherlock is the number one most portrayed character in all of film, TV, yeah, media, period? Because he's, he's public domain. He's public domain, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So, um, yeah. So I wasn't familiar with any of these characters, like like Irene Adler or Mary or Moriarty or anything like that. Yeah. Um, until I watched the show and now that then I watched the show and then I'm wa- going back and seeing these movies and I'm like, okay, now I know who these characters are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but for um, someone that's not really that familiar with it, it kind of just throws you into it. And that's actually kind of good. It is kind of like good. Yeah. It's kind of ahead of like, I don't know. I guess because it's aware that there's so many incarnations of Sherlock Holmes. It's like, mm-hmm. you know the deal. He's a detective. He's smart. I don't know. He's going to win. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an origin story of Sherlock. So we read the book. We read a couple of books in high school. We read um, mm-hmm. Hound of Baskerville. Yeah. And I think A Night in Scarlet. Or what is that? A Study in Scarlet. Scarlet. A Study in Scarlet. Yeah. Um, uh, I we, think, and I liked those a lot. The Hound of Baskervilles kind of was freaky. I I did read that study in Scarlet. I'm I'm pretty sure that's the first episode of the Sherlock series. 
Mm-hmm. And that that one does go through of like, oh, how how he meet how Sherlock meets Holmes or yeah. yeah. And like be- no, they become Watson. Roommates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How Sherlock meets Watson and they become roommates and that stuff. Yeah. Uh well the the point is like you don't really have a legit origin story because that's modern. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I I'm all for it. Robert Downey Jr. is all for it. Let's make let's crank out ten of these movies. Sherlock Holmes Cinematic Universe. <laughs> well they did. Sherlock the series is like ten movies. <laughs> no. I don't want <laughs> not my Sherlock. <laughs> Hashtag not my shirt. Hashtag. How weird yeah. must have that been whenever Doctor Strange you remember remember the time when Benedict Cumberbatch was only Sherlock Holmes and nothing else? Yeah. That's crazy to think now. <laughs> I mean that's pretty much the reason like why they haven't even done another series of Sherlock, just because like between him and Martin Freeman, their schedules mm-hmm. are like so crazy. It's like they better one have better have like good stories, but also like we have to plan this out years ahead because Yeah. We don't have time. Well, the thing is, like, this this series has been delayed mainly because of the Iron Man, or mainly because of the MCU and Robert Downey Jr. being in every single one of those movies. Has it? Yeah. I haven't That's the reason. They were yeah. actually looking to um, f- start filming in 2016, but wow. that's when it started to really kick up for him. Yeah. Um, so they just didn't have time for it. I mean, he's been doing Iron Man since 2008, and he hasn't really stopped. So, like, when they tried to do Spider-Man Homecoming, they were kind of aware of, like, oh, we've already had two film series that have done origin stories, you know? So, like, when they go into that one, they're like, oh, he's got his powers. Let's, you know, we don't need to go through all that. Uncle Ben died. Yeah. You know, we already know. <laughs> what else now? Oh, So, this one, this one kind of does this, kind of does that, too. And it's like, it's coming in. Uh... You know, it just throws you right into it. it. Just it's just kind of a straight up story of you know mystery. I think one complaint that I can understand about the Sherlock series is people saying it just like got too like convoluted, and it's just like hmm. for people that like want just a simple like we just want Sherlock Holmes and Watson like solving mysteries, just simple, not getting like super dark and twisted or yeah or convoluted storylines it's like you know maybe you probably prefer the movies over over the series or or maybe the u.s uh show elementary which i've never seen (laughs) who cares (laughs) no one watches that if you watch that that. get out (laughs) i liked holmes jude watson in this movie i think he's actually a really good watson Dude, what did you just say? I keep, I keep. You said no, no. You said, you said, you said. I like, I like, I really liked Holmes in this movie. You know, the guy who played Jude Watson. (laughs) Rewind that and listen to yourself. I liked Holmes, Jude Watson in this movie. I think he's actually a really good Watson. You know what? I'm going to look it up. I'm pretty sure the name Jude Watson is... It's John a... Watson. But <laughs> Jude Watson, I'm pretty sure, is like the author of some like Star Wars books that I read as a kid. Oh, man. <laughs> this is so confusing. I don't know why. I'm getting the names so mixed up tonight. 
let's not even talk about the movie Holmes and Watson with Will Ferrell and oh no, that was a disgrace! I had so we much watched, hope for that. I did too. That was a very long-awaited movie that they had talked about for like years. Yeah, since like and they, like around Step Brothers time, they're like, oh, we're mm-hmm. gonna do a Holmes and Watson movie. That movie came out and it was not funny at all. It was all humor, <laughs> and you don't that you do not want. Sherlock Holmes movie to be funny, but it wasn't why this movie, it wasn't funny. It was, they tried too hard. Yes. Yeah. But this movie right here, mastered comedy in a serious movie. Mastered. It was perfect. (laughs) It was good. They didn't master it, but like, it's funnier than Holmes and Watson. (laughs) It is. Robert Downey Jr. Has the perfect, like, here's the wisecrack real quick, but let's get back to business. You know? My favorite scene. What's your favorite scene in this movie? Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> mine is when they're in the pig factory or the butcher thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and the explosion. Uh, but anyways, he's like, save your ammo, save your ammunition, and then he, then Lord Blackwelder or Black Blackwood, Lord Blackwood, um, Blackwood. Wow, I'm getting the names wrong too. <laughs> he just pops up right behind his shoulder and freaks him out. And he's just like, and he just like keeps clicking, even though he's, his revolver's out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is with this, I haven't seen it too many times. And I, I get the, the scenes in this movie mixed up with this, with the sequel. They yeah. kind of blend together for me. So I never know. Like kind of a cool from. thing. Um, another thing is I, I, I think that Sherlock, it just, the show, the Sh- Sherlock the show just looks like it was filmed on a old DSLR like entry level T3i camera <laughs> not even full frame sensor like it just doesn't it doesn't look good <laughs> well that's that BBC government TV license money how crazy is that that their their government pays for entertainment i love that <laughs> your taxes go to something you actually use think about that yeah but you only get like six episodes that's true that's true that sucks (laughs) you get three seasons of six episodes if you're lucky it's like well that's the show and they found a loophole because their episodes were 90 minutes long yeah they did okay so what i was trying to say earlier is i really like jude law's portrayal of watson he's the perfect watson you know, I like him better than Martin Freeman and Sherlock. That's yes. for sure. Yeah, Martin Freeman is too opinionated. I I don't care for Jude Law's Jude Law, not Jude Jude Watson, not that <laughs> Jude Law. I don't care for Jude Law's portrayal of Albus Dumbledore. Really, I don't care for it. I did it's not. It's not know good. This. It doesn't seem like Dumbledore at all. I like it. Not one bit. He doesn't. Fine. <laughs> He's not, it doesn't seem like he's, one, he doesn't talk like either Michael Gambon or Richard Griffiths. No, that's not Richard. Richard Griffiths was uh, Dursley. Um, either of the two Dumbledores, he doesn't sound like him at all, and he doesn't act like him. And I know it's like 100 years <laughs> before the events of Harry Potter, but it's just like, you're you're not Dumbledore, you're definitely Jude Law. Everybody knows who you are, you're not fooling us. Kind of <laughs> like. Uh, kind of like Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. They should change that. 
Oh, man. They did. Oh, yikes. The only good casting in that movie was Newt. <laughs> I mean, Kowalski, yeah, he was good. But those those two, only good. Only good casting. And that's coming from a series that had some of the best casting in the entire world, in, in the history of film. But no, we're just going to have one or two good characters, and we'll be like, yo, why is Captain Johnny Depp as is, is Grindelwald? Like, what the world? What the world? What the world? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll save some of the Fantastic Beasts talk for, for the future. Yeah, for sure. But I'm not a fan of Jude Law's portrayal of Dumbledore. That's all I needed to say. Okay. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. But this is my favorite role of Jude Law. But yeah, he's the perfect Watson. I'm a fan. Big fan. Mm. I stand Jude Law portraying yeah. Holmes. I mean, Jude Watson. I mean, what? <laughs> For for me, um, with Robert Downey Jr. in this, it's like this came out. I guess a, I guess only a year after Iron Man, really. Yeah. And Tropic Thunder, um, and this was kind of the beginning of like oversaturation of him, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. maybe not quite there yet. I don't know. But it, it it's always been hard for me to see. Like, oh, is there a difference between how he plays? Tony Stark and how he plays Sherlock, and the answer he's is very yes, very different. Yes, very different. <laughs> very different. He is very good at playing geniuses, though. But it's hard. It, but I feel like the first time I saw it, it was kind of hard to kind of tell the difference. Like, oh, he's just kind of playing the same thing, and but not really. Not rewatching it definitely. I didn't. I didn't get that vibe. He's definitely has more uh, nuance to it, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then he got sidetracked with Iron Man movies for the rest of his life. So. <laughs> yikes <laughs> 10 years later I, I don't know if we if we uh mentioned it earlier but i actually saw the second one before i saw this one i did one. I, I did too and we okay. didn't see it together either no um so i <laughs> i was in the boy scouts and i was determined i was elected patrol leader for the tiger shark patrol <laughs> and i was determined to be the best leader that that troop has ever had. And so I read in like the handbook or something that patrol meetings don't have to be at the Boy Scout meetings. You can have your own meetings and like field trips and patrol outings. Mm -hmm. And I was like, shoot, we could do that. That's cool. So I like create, I, I organized a Saturday, Saturday patrol outing where we went to like Chick-fil-A and then we went and saw this movie or Game of Shadows. And it was either that or something. I, I, I don't even remember, but I was asking you about it. I remember asking because I was organizing it. And I was like, well, I've never seen the first Sherlock Holmes, but is it okay if I watch this one? And he was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did that <laughs> exact same thing. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> it don't matter. Because um, you just get thrown into it anyways. But mm-hmm. I, I just remember that vividly just being this is a weird first for a patrol field trip. I mean, we would have done it anyways. Like it, we were all friends. So we would we could have just hung out and gone to the movies anyways. But we just had yeah. to make it like formal and like, where's your class B? <laughs> <laughs> it was really dumb. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> class 
for for the audience, the class B is like it's a scout t-shirt that you could wear. It's like mm-hmm. more casual wear, but it still like says like, oh, I'm a boy scout and I'm in this troop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's Almost not like, like actual like uniform like you would imagine. That would be called the class A. And I I personally think that the second movie is better. Game of Shadows is better than this movie. But I have a soft spot in my heart for this one. I think mm-hmm. I consider these both the same movie. In a good way. Yeah. In the best way possible. Don't take that the wrong way. Yeah, they, they, they kind of blend together for me as well. I think I've only seen the second one the one time in theaters, so mm. I'll have to rewatch that one. I, I remember that when this movie was coming out, I just remember seeing this trailer so many times. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it in theaters, obviously. But um, they were trying to get me to go, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, I specifically remember seeing the scene in the trailer of him like, it like cuts. It's like two different scenes, but they make you think it's the same scene in the trailer where he's like tied up in the bed. And then yeah. it cuts to, then it, then it cuts to him like jumping out the window <laughs> into the river. <laughs> I just remember seeing that like so many times in the months leading up to that movie coming out, whether it was like in theaters, like, you know, before another movie or on TV, like a TV spot or something. Mm -hmm. But I just felt like this was like such a heavily marketed movie. (laughs) I just remember seeing that trailer a million times. Oh, one of the one of the things I always thought was cool from this movie is at the beginning and they're trying to stop Lord Blackwood. Blackwood. And uh, and Watson's Watson's about to like attack him, and then Robert Downey Jr. is like, "Oh, stop!" And it's like the like ice pick sword or whatever, or like the glass sword, like it's like invisible. Then the camera changes angles, and it's like, "Whoa, that was beautiful. That was really cool. You saved my life. (laughs) Stabbed his eyeballs." And I I always remember uh, him like running experiments. On the, the dog room and like on the dog, <laughs> yeah. The dog just passed out all the time. You keep you keep experimenting on a, on my dog. It's our dog, actually. Uh, Gladstone's dead again. Did you recognize the staircase in this movie? Like at the beginning, they're like chasing. I don't know. If, I don't know at what point in the movie it is. At the beginning, but there's a scene where they're like chasing someone down a staircase, and it's like totally like the staircase used in like Harry Potter. All the time, like going to classes and stuff. It's like St. Paul's Cathedral. Really? It was like very obvious. It was like, oh, so they're at Hogwarts now. Watch, it's not even the same place. I'm just looking at the location here on. Uh, While you're looking that up, I'm going to talk about my favorite scene. Because I didn't really talk about it. I talked about the joke that was in there. My favorite scene was in the pig butchery, the factory, the butcher, butcher place. Um, that was really cool. <laughs> That's it. Kind of gross. It is kind of gross, but it's pigs. really satisfying at the same time. It's like perfectly symmetrically sawed those things in half. Um, but after they get free is is what hits hits the most. Um, after they get what? You know, after they get free from that, and it's like right when he looks and chases after Blackwood, is the best scene most beautiful scene in this is the explosions he trip yeah the explosions the, he trips on the wire and he turns around and he's like sherlock no and he just exploded and i it makes you think that he's dead mm-hmm. and it's so great and 
oh, it's so beautifully visually pleasing, aesthetically pleasing, seeing all of the pieces of wood just go boom in slow motion. Like, that's a Guy Ritchie thing. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, oh, man. I want to watch that again. The framing, too. Oh. Guy Ritchie's not even that that great. But he's great in this. Did you know Guy Ritchie also did the Aladdin? 2019? Yeah, yeah I knew that. What in the world? I, I'm, not, I'm not a huge Guy Ritchie fan, but I haven't actually seen his movies, so... I guess you've seen Lock, Stock, and Barrel. No, I know that's his classic one. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, Paul is a big Guy Ritchie fan. Paul from uh, our Princess Bride episode. Uncle. Oh yeah, man. No, that was good. I liked that one. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of his movies though, so So, I really have a lot to say. Guy Ritchie, his his classic like claims to fame, like his trademarks, I, I guess, are like quick cut slow and slow motion at the same time and like really cool introduction credits or opening credit scenes mm-hmm. just like quick cut fast paced it's 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 very unique like he does mostly action movies and stuff um, yeah but doing this it's more of a mystery and more tame he added his little flair and he complimented what could have been a boring story mm-hmm. it could have been because, you know, I mean, the mystery, the mystery part was kind of lacking in this, just because it gives it all at, up at the end. In a mystery movie, you want to be able to guess. You want to be involved in figuring it out. This one, you just kind of have to sit back and let it happen, you know? Um, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not one of those people that, like, tries and figures it out as you go. I just, like, trying nice, to enjoy it. nice, actually. Yeah. I just, I just watch it, and, because I... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I never, if I do try, I just never get it right. <laughs> yeah. And I guess part of it is like, oh, I know that they're trying to lead you a certain way and they're cutting it a certain way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm not going to try and second guess anything. I just want to watch it and enjoy it. So the staircase I mentioned earlier was, it's the staircase to go to Trulani's classroom. Mm-hmm. Like it's a big circular one. They always do like a big overhead I know exactly spot. the staircase you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's the one that was in this movie. I did not catch that. They were like chasing uh, Blackwood down it or something. Huh. I want to say it's near the beginning of the movie, but it it could also be the end very well. Very well could be. Very well. Very well. (laughs) Okay. Prepare. (laughs) I think (laughs) since Holmes and Watson is a horrible, horrible comedy version, I think it can be redone. Okay. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a prequel or anything, but my Watson will be <laughs> James Acaster. <laughs> he would just be like the best. He'd be Watson. Yeah, he'd be Watson. He'd be cracking jokes in the back the whole time. Say your prayers, Moriarty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> James Acaster is my favorite comedian to ever live. I don't know. He's so funny. So who's Sherlock in this situation? In Ed this Gamble? Sherlock, it could be Ed Gamble. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> or Greg Davies. <laughs> Greg Davies. <laughs> Little Alex Holman could play Moriarty. <laughs> oh man, listener, if you haven't watched Taskmaster, you need to watch that. That show is the best game show on the 
history in the history of all TV. <laughs> it is so good. And you can find all the episodes on YouTube. What else are we going to talk about? <laughs> oh, so, okay, Moriarty. I didn't realize, I, I just thought he was the villain in the second movie. But he's actually a part, a good part of this movie. But he's just not, you don't see his face. Right, they kind of reveal at the end he's been pulling the strings. Yeah. Of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he, he, is, he is the main villain in the second movie. And he's in the third one, cast. Oh, is he? Which is weird, because... Where is he? Shell. <laughs> That's the one thing I remember about the second one. <laughs> Them, like, yeah. falling in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. Just... Kind of just like um, Deathly Hollows Part 2. <laughs> so yeah, Sherlock Gnomes, best movie ever. Sherlock Gnomes, for sure. Lock. Next week, Gnomeo and Juliet. Mm. Let's talk about the crow that's always around Lord Blackwood. Yes. What's that all about? It symbolizes death. So whenever that thing lands, you don't. that's what a crow means in everything. Oh, okay. Did you not know that? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to assume that you didn't know that. Um... <laughs> In basic literature or film, if a crow lands somewhere, that means it symbolizes death. So it's either right after somebody dies. They they land right when somebody's about to die. That's how you know somebody's about to die. I really liked it when they added, when the crow landed right at the ending fight scene when he's explaining, when Sherlock is explaining the whole mystery solved um, to Black to Blackwood as he was hanging on for his dear life. It was kind of like, oh, the crow's here for you now, Mark Strong. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. I was going to say, and like, throughout the movie, you think he, he's making everyone think that he has like magic powers and stuff and has like, turns can, into like, a crow. Can uh, control their minds and that sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and how he's just like disappearing and stuff. But it, did you know that wasn't magic? <laughs> uh no I, I was fooled for sure dude well sherlock knew it wasn't and he figured it out that's because no. he's like wicked smart <laughs> this that death scene is very very ominous just the sound effects of his neck breaking kind of made me really uneasy uh yeah <laughs> so what you're talking about which time? Both times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember the scene where he's Sherlock is like, he's just in his apartment and Watson comes in and he's just <laughs> hanging in there. <laughs> That's really like, funny. Try, trying to figure out how he did it. <laughs> he just like fell asleep. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, no, the fake hanging at first. Mm-hmm. And then when he was hung by the chains Above the Thames, the Thames River. Yes, they're um, building Tower Bridge. It wasn't wasn't completed yet. Mm-mm. That was really really neat. Uh, a nice closing shot of the seriousness before the epilogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like zooming out on all of London, and then in the middle of London, you see a hanging dead guy. Like that. Yeah. That was that was ominous, but it was cool. But I think Mark Strong did a very good job. As the the villain, what'd you think of uh, Rachel McAdams, Irene Adler? I loved her; she did yep. a wonderful job. You you don't really know much about her character, except for the fact that she is one of the few people on this 
planet that can outsmart Holmes. Mm-hmm. Not in every way. I mean, obviously she didn't, but it's <laughs> it's it's cool. Like they're they're both tricksters. They're perfect for each other. They're a challenge to each other. I don't know. It's like the only yeah. per- person that can actually challenge them and. She gets him. She understands him. Until Moriarty comes along, then that's his arch nemesis. There's not much to say about uh, Mary in this. No, it's she's just, very like, kind boring. Of she's kind <laughs> of barely in it. Yeah. But I thought it was funny. It was like the whole movie, Watson is like trying to, he's trying to, uh, you know, quit solving cases and stuff. <laughs> so he can get married. <laughs> so he can get married and move out and stuff. But like, She's, like, very supportive of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Like, it's not like she's, like, trying to stop him. Because he and almost she's dies like... every time he helps him. <laughs> that's, oh, that's true. That's, that's Watson's number one thing. <laughs> very good yeah. at almost dying. <laughs> that's true. Because there's a scene where, like, she even runs into Sherlock at one point, And she's, I don't even remember what she says, but she's basically encouraging him, like, oh, it'd be good for him to get out or something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm just like looking at the movie poster, and the tagline says "Holmes for the holiday." That's horrible. <laughs> That's garbage. That just went down a point in my book <laughs> just for that. Ooh, you know what? Talk about ranking movies. Let's talk about our end of the year spectacular. I had an idea that I figured I'd bring up to you live and in person in front of our listeners. What if we did? We can we can do the bracket, but what if we treated it like the Oscars? So we have different awards for different movies. Because I feel like we'll get in a huge argument if we're like ranking, looking for the number one. We'll, we'll still do the bracket, but I think we should also treat it like a uh, Oscar ceremony. Do we do a category for every movie? <laughs> a category, the best best movie that is also Good Burger. <laughs> <laughs> goes to brother bear <laughs> uh, no keenan thompson gets the lifetime achievement award <laughs> for being in four movies on this list on our first year that'd be cool we can like compile statistics on like who's like the t- mo- number one actor that's been in most of the movies we've covered hmm. and we can't i guess we can can't count emilio estevez but yeah we can do that come up with some categories and whatnot yeah and we can do like sound fun. effects and stuff and have like music like ding 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 and like have applause and stuff and we'll treat it like a, a s- award ceremony. Yeah, that's a big production. I think we can do it. Anyways, <laughs> listeners, if you think that's a good idea, let us know. Uh, I think it's about time we wrap up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week, Jonathan, it is your turn. It's your turn to choose the movie to, to cover. So I guess we're switching gears into Christmas movies, huh? Hmm? Yeah, hmm? Holmes hmm? for the holiday. Holmes for the holiday. <laughs> Ugh, I hate that. It's such a beautiful looking movie poster, and then you read the words on it. <laughs> I love the font, the Sherlock Holmes font too. I'm a I'm a big font snob. So next week we'll be covering a, a classic Christmas movie. Classic. So like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, or It's a Wonderful Life. Not not quite. Not quite. Here's a clip. Whew, what an unpleasant fella. Mm. He was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone. Screw. Boy, 
This really is a dirty city. <laughs> you telling me? <laughs> Thank you for making me a part of this. So a show art was done by Bryce Bridgman. You can find him on Instagram at GroovyBridge. Just, just take a look at our cover art and just look at the beauty. Not to brag or anything, but I'm bragging beauty, on you. Eh? It's a beauty, eh? The big beaut. Uh, no, it's just, he puts so much detail into it. If you need any graphic design or animation or any artwork done by Bryce, he is the man to do so. And if you want to find us on Instagram, you can find us at Inside Quotes Cast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave a review. Well, that wraps it up for this episode of Inside Quotes. We'll see you next time with a Christmas movie, but eventually we will cover Game of Shadows. Eventually, maybe next year before the third one comes out, if it comes out. But if you can't wait, let us know, and then we'll cover it in January or something like that. Well, that's about it for this week. Until next week, guys. Jeremy, did you kill the dog again?